You are listening to episode number 63 of the Fit Successful Dad podcast. Welcome to the FSD podcast. I am your host. My name is Gordon. And today I want to talk to you about the box. And what is the box? Well, some of you live in the box, whether you truly want to be there or not. Some of you may live in the box and you don't want to believe that you live in the box. I currently still live in the box a little bit, but I'm climbing out of it. And what is the box? All right, the box is really, I'm not sure if other people use this term or not. I use this term when I describe it. Uh, The box is a place where people end up living if they follow the quote-unquote average path. In other words, the box is where you end up if you do do the right thing by going to school, graduating, going to college, or alternatively, going to work for a company or in a trade or something. And you continue down that path, uh, just kind of naturally adding on the next, the next thing in whatever space that you're in. If you're going to college, the next thing would be to graduate and get a job in that field. If you went into a trade, the next thing would be to go from your apprenticeship to your I don't know, journeyman position, and then ultimately to your, the master position. And when you follow those very linear, predictable paths, a lot of times what happens, and there's so many examples of this, but a lot of times what happens is you end up working in that field, in that job, and a few years go by, And if you went to college, then you may or may not have debt already. If you didn't go to college, but you went and got into a trade or started working for somebody, you know, maybe you end up buying a car or you end up uh, just getting into some credit card debt or something. So you keep working because you know you have that steady paycheck and you can keep up with your bills. Okay, fine. So then what happens? A little bit of time passes. A year, two, three, five years, you end up adding more to that debt pool. So maybe you buy a new car, maybe you buy a house, or maybe you end up getting married. And as a couple, you buy a big house that's even more expensive. And you buy more things, you go on more vacations, you add more debt to what you've already got going on. And all of a sudden, you're no longer working to make money to do fun things necessarily. You're working to pay off the things that you bought. And you can't quit your job. You can't even take a break from your job because it's the moment you do, you fall behind on your payments. And so what you end up doing is you follow the financial advice that's been given to you either by your employer or your parents or your friends who are working similar 
type of jobs doing the similar thing. And that, that, that recommendation is to put away five, 10, 15% of your paycheck so that you can retire and use the rest of your money to keep up with your bills, live within your means. Don't disturb the waters too much. Just kind of go in and, you know, maybe do a good job, obviously, maybe try to get promoted, get yourself uh, put up into a higher position to make more money. Uh, But here's the thing about promotions and about moving up. And uh, I lived through this and I know countless amounts of people who have is uh, the thing with promotions, the thing with moving up the the ladder and with getting a, a bigger salary in general is that most people scale their lifestyle with their income. So it's, it doesn't really matter what their income is. If it's $60,000 a year, $100,000 a year, $200,000 a year, their income is directly tied and scaled to their lifestyle. So maybe they drive a Toyota Corolla when they're making $50,000 a year. But then as soon as they make $90,000 a year, that Toyota Corolla becomes something else. It becomes a, some kind of SUV or something, a Lincoln Navigator. I don't know, something that's two and a half times more expensive, three times more expensive. And then, you know, if that hundred thousand dollars a year turns into $200,000 a year, that Lincoln Navigator or whatever might turn into something that's more than that, a Range Rover, I don't know, an Audi, something that's more expensive, right? So that the, the lifestyle changes, same with the house, the more money you make, maybe the house gets bigger, some of the features in the house get upgraded, and they cost more money, and you put an addition on, stuff like that. So now what happens is, you end up working for an extended period of time just to pay the bills on the material thing that you bought that gave you some monetary type of satisfaction and fulfillment. And that's the box. That's the box that it it almost seems like the world wants you to be in. The, it, the, the box was sort of created to act as the engine to keep the world turning, to keep commerce going, to keep the workforce going. It's not required that anybody go there, but it's highly recommended because it's the safe, practical route. Now, I'm currently in the box. I got myself into a situation where I went to college. I racked up some debt because I have college loans. And I graduated from college and I went and got a job. Okay, great. And I was renting for a while. Then I went to buy a house. Okay, well, there's the house. Now, I am married, but we didn't have, let's say, enough money to pay off the house right away. So I'm working to pay for my house. And as I'm working, my employer paid for me to go get my master's degree. So what did I do? I went back to school. Now, that didn't cost me anything. However, they owned me for a few years afterwards. So that just kind of fed the whole thing. Now they paid for my whole master's degree and in return I had to work for them for a few years, um, which I didn't really have an option of doing anyway because I had this expensive house. So I was trapped anyway by the house. And then my wife and I had a kid. And when you have a kid, you know the, the Honda Civic doesn't really fly anymore. The, the two-door Honda Civic Coupe doesn't fly anymore, so I had to get a bigger vehicle. 
well, there goes some extra money. And not that I went full out elaborate on the vehicle, but I had to buy something bigger. So now I'm not just trapped by the house. I'm trapped by the house and the vehicle. Now I got to pay for both of those things and the student loans from my bachelor's degree. Let's not forget about that. So I can't quit my job. I can't take one step away from my job or I will start to fall behind on my payments. Yes, I have a savings. Okay. So what? You know, when I say I can't take one step away, it means I can't I can't quit for a year and go travel the world. I can't take 2 years off. My wife can't take 2 3 years off and uh, and raise our kid um in that those those daycare ages, you know. So, you know, we're trapped basically. But I have had the realization of this whole thing and because of that, I can now I can now visualize, I can now anticipate what it feels like to be outside of that trap. And you know, outside of the box is the world where you can you can create what you want to create and you can sort of make your own rules and you have a lot more freedom to do what you want. So just imagine for a minute what it would be like if you didn't have to go to work. Assuming that at least part of you doesn't really want to work at your current day job. Like most people I talk to, I very rarely meet anybody that's truly happy in their day job. Actually, I can't think of anybody that I've personally talked to at least any time recently that would rather be at their day job than doing anything else. So I'm going to go down that road for now and assume that you don't love your day job. Not enough that you would stay there no matter what. So pretend for a minute that you don't have to go to that day job tomorrow and that you have income coming in from doing something that you actually do love and around a hobby or around an interest of yours that you're actually passionate about. And pretend for a minute that that income and that business isn't tied directly to you being in a certain building or a certain place from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. or 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. or whatever your normal working hours are. Just imagine what that would be like. And also imagine having two or three or four or five times more money doing those things. So you have time freedom, you have more money enabling you to do the things that you want to do. And more importantly, you have the freedom of not being confined in the box. You're not stuck there. You're not getting up and begrudgingly going to a place that pays you every single day just so that you can keep up with your bills and have a little bit extra on top to take that one five-day trip every year. You know, you work, you accrue vacation time, and you have X percent of every paycheck that you save in a savings on top of your 401k, and you use that savings 
one one big chunk of it every year to go on a vacation for five or six days or to get, I don't know, granite countertops for your kitchen or buy a new appliance just because you want a new color, something like that. Pretend for a minute that that is not your reality anymore and that you actually have more money to do the things that you really want to do. Sounds awesome, right? I mean, it really does. I think everybody can pretty much relate with the fact that that would be that would be awesome to have that kind of freedom. And the thing that a lot of people don't realize is that that freedom is is very achievable and anybody can actually do it. I I mean it's it's one thing to say in a real cliche way that you can you can do anything you want. You can do anything you set your mind to and all that, right? Typical motivation type stuff. But it's another thing to actually just take a second and, and actually understand that you can, right? It's it's true. There's a lot of truth to that. You can actually achieve that. You can kind of put yourself into a position to do anything you really want to do. And that's the truth. That's the bottom line. And, you know, I'm looking back and I was dead set on a career in corporate America. And I thought that was the end all be all, um, kind of followed in my father's footsteps and he was incredibly continues to be incredibly successful in the corporate world doing what he does best. And he's in the it space. Um, and he's, he's great at it. And uh, he always has been. Now I went into a, a path that was kind of similar in that it was, I guess, tech and engineering and stuff, but it was, it was different. And I found out very quickly that I, I couldn't do that for the rest of my life. I cannot do that for the rest of my life. I know I can't. So I, uh, I had this realization. I had it when I, I think I told the story before I had this realization the day I got promoted, uh, to my most recent promotion which was about two years ago. And I hit a financial objective of mine that I had set while, when I was in the college time frame of my life, college years. Um, I hit that financial objective and I was both like over the moon stoked about it and depressed at the same time. And I realized right then and there, while my boss was telling me the good news, that I could not do that for the rest of my life. And uh, a lot of people don't understand that. A lot of people congratulated me. And I, while I'm appreciative of that, uh, the, the thing that I really think I wanted to hear, I know I wanted to hear, was basically, okay, you beat that game. Now go throw your hat in the ring of the real game and see if you can beat that one as well. Right. And that's, that's kind of what I figured out for myself and what I, what I ended up doing. And that's kind of where I'm at now. So I, uh, I'm still in that position because I got myself trapped in the box. I have a mortgage. I have 
a a car. I just recently paid paid off the car, so I no longer have a car payment. I but I but I didn't up until just about two months ago. I have student loans still for several more years. I have other living expenses that just came with the territory, things that I have to pay for. And I've been able to cut back a lot and trim the fat pretty much uh, everywhere I, I could, but it doesn't change the fact that I'm still trapped, right? I'm still in the box, but you know, I'm kind of climbing out. So I don't know Have you ever seen the matrix, that movie, uh, when, when Neo, the main character in the first one, when he gets pulled out of the matrix for the first time and there's a realization that this huge world existed outside of, of the matrix where he had been living up to that point. Well, that's kind of how I feel. That's kind of how I feel. And I'm, I'm still just, I'm crawling out. So, you know, I understand it now. I see it now. And I think, I think a big part of being able to, to get outside of that box for, for good, like for real is to make sure that you can understand. This is for me, it was to make sure that I could understand and, and almost conceptualize and visualize what it would be like to not have those, those boundaries. And I can finally understand that. I, I, can fi- I finally feel like I can understand that. Maybe this comes a lot easier to some people. Maybe you have no problem visualizing this whatsoever. But it's one thing to say, yeah, it'd be nice if I didn't have to go to work every day and sit in my cubicle and deal with these people that I don't like and blah, 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 sit under the, the fluorescent lights of my crappy office. But it's another thing to actually understand, like really understand what that would feel like and like really try to grasp what that would feel like. And I finally understand that. Um, some of that has come with having my, my first business become an actual LLC and running that officially for the first time, even though I'm doing it on top of my, my day job, it's, it's something that I'm doing. Uh, so it's becoming more and more official every single day. And the main takeaway here of this entire podcast is just to challenge you to think a little bit is there's really nothing wrong with working at a corporate job or working at a job that you got into in the first place, regardless of the reason, uh, there's nothing wrong with that. So again, I mentioned before that I don't personally know anybody that just loves going to their day job every single day. And when Sunday rolls around after a long weekend and they've been watching football and whatever, or hanging out at the beach, uh, you know, they, they don't, I don't know anybody personally really that just gets like super stoked on a Sunday night before they have to go back to work. But if that's you, that's awesome. And I'm, I'm absolutely jealous. I, I think about from time to time, what it would be like to, to just go to work five days a week, Monday through Friday and punch out at five o'clock or whatever and come home and not even think about it and just totally turn it off and literally just work to get the paycheck, to live life and enjoy the simple things that I have from that paycheck. I think about that and I am absolutely jealous. I wish that that's how I operated because years ago, that's kind of how it was. Right, when I first got out of college and I first got my job, that's how it was and it was great and I'm so envious of my 23-year-old self because that was awesome. You know, I lived so happily when I was outside of work that it made my time at work so enjoyable because I knew I could go home 
and I could play video games or I could play my guitar or I could do whatever and I would be totally content with that. And that it's it's amazing that I took such a 180 polar shift uh, over the years, but uh if that's you now, then that's that's awesome. If that's not you, then I challenge you to just take time and think about what it would be like to not have to do that and really visualize yourself waking up in the morning and instead of getting dressed and going to your job, you're waking up in the morning, you're kind of doing your own thing for a little bit. And then when the time that you have defined for yourself to work that day starts, that you go to your own office or you go to your home office or you open up your laptop or whatever and you start working for yourself during the times that you want to work. Think about what that would be like and really truly try to visualize that. Because the more I visualize it, the more I believe it. And the more I believe it, the more my brain just kind of accepts that that's the way it's going to be. It's not like that right now, but it's it's definitely getting there. And the more I put that out in the environment, the more money that I've made on my current income streams, which is awesome. And ultimately, that's what I'm trying to get to. I'm trying to get to a point where I'm making money off of my my secondary um, and third income streams. And then with the launch of my new brand this September, Sobam Gear Company through Kickstarter, you know, when I get funded for that and I launch that, that'll be another stream. And ultimately, that's what I, I want to get to. I want to get to a point where I'm I'm living off of those and I'm able to put all of my energy into those, primarily Sobam, so I can build that up. And that's that's the goal. That is the reality that I picture in my mind. And because I picture it, because I've made it such a priority, there is no option. There is no option for me. That is the path and that is where I'm going. And I have no other option in my future, in my head. I don't see myself doing that and then being able to like fall back eventually on my day job career. Like I can't, I can't put myself in that position mentally. My position mentally is that I'm going to go hardcore into Sobam Gear Company. I'm going to build that up and I'm using my day job as a funding source for that while I can. That's just how I see it. Uh, it's it's still something I'm interested in, my day job that is, as far as the technical challenges are, right? I, I still have fun with that a little bit, but I anticipate a point where I can't give all my attention to that and all my attention to SOBAM at the same time. Now, that point might be a year or two out, I don't know, but that's where I see it going, and that's that's kind of the macro perspective that I'm thinking on and putting myself in mentally speaking uh, right now so I want you to take the box in your mind figure out if you belong in the box or outside of the box if you're listening to this I imagine that you probably belong outside the box figure out what you need to do to lift yourself up climb out and get outside of that box 